Now, welcome to the CatTunes podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Crowley. On this podcast, I'm going to talk about the stories behind my songs, the production tools that I've used, the production methods that I've employed, the instruments that I've played, the instruments that I've discovered, the arrangement methods that I've used, the real-life stories which precipitated the creation of my entire albums or of my separate tracks. So let's jump right into it, shall we? And uh, welcome you listening to the Captain's Podcast. This is episode 101. And today I'm, today I'm going to be talking about a uh, song from the Wayne Pimp Killer's Fail album called In the Shadow of the Valley of Death. We're getting closer and closer to the end of this album and things get a little darker, quite frankly, uh, because uh, this song is not exactly a happy one. It has a, low, uh, a whole lot of motifs in it. Uh, for the most part, it has to do with um, abuse, it has to do with childhood abuse, also with rape, also with demons, with darkness, with the dark side of things, and um, interestingly, I think it also has to do with the light, because there is this, there is this conundrum that's going on here, uh, the invitation of darkness or the acknowledgement of darkness. I guess what I did not realize uh, at the time when this song was written back in 2007 is that this song amazingly parallels the themes explored um, in the movie uh, Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me. Uh, but I've discovered this movie years later, some seven, seven or so years later around 2014, 2015, 2016. 2016, I believe it was. That was nine years. Nine years later, I discovered this movie and, and I figure out the philosophical concepts behind that. And I realized that actually, um, whatever I was writing about rather intuitively and allegorically, sort of fits into the same concept. There is no light without the darkness. Most importantly, there is no appreciation for light without the darkness. Uh, in order to... S- in order to find that light, one has to acknowledge the darkness. One has to um, invite that darkness, you could say. Uh, invite that pain. Or maybe if not invited proactively, at least uh, absorb some of it. And um, uh, let it permeate one's being um, right in the bones, so to speak. Because without this, there will be no understanding and no um, no possibility even to venture into the light and to truly appreciate it, to truly see it, and to embrace it uh, in all of its magnificence. I didn't think about it that way when I was writing this song in 2007, but I was just going with a an allegorical depiction of how I've seen my life up to that point. A lot of it is very metaphorical, but some of it 
is literal. Some of it is literal. Not everything. There are some weird metaphors that are being used, like it's like a hi-fi connection, it's like a Wi-Fi injection. It's like there's no other life. He wants to make me his wife. There is that. And then there is another line. I can't die. Release me. And then, oh my god, don't forget me. Did you really abort me? And a lot of it is kind of... A lot of it is kind of strange because this song was written so many years ago, but it, it turns out that it was kind of a foreshadowing of many events that happened later. Perhaps, intuitively, I knew what's coming, but I couldn't see it with the conscious mind. Maybe that's why it is the way it is. Maybe not. But anyhow, the song itself was written around 2007, I believe it was in summer 2007. Uh, I remember that um, one musical influence that I had, or rather two, one was coming from an old game called Severance Blade of Darkness. There was a piece of a soundtrack with a slow-moving arpeggio and a sad tune uh, played somewhere in the lower register. It's part of the soundtrack. And it sounded kind of comforting and obnoxious at the same time in its depressiveness. And the other influence for this song, I believe, was the song Gently by Slipknot from their self-titled uh, self album. Uh, and that, I think, rather affected the tone and the structure of, uh, of my song. Probably. Because in the shadow of the valley of death essentially doesn't have a hook. There is no hook at all. It's verses, and then there are riffs in between, and there are bridges, and there is something going on, there is, you know, escalation, etc., etc., lots of screaming, etc., etc. But there is not even a hook here. I just written out the entire song structure, and there is no hook. So, uh, with that being said, let's uh, try to conduct some music analysis as much as I possibly can. And let's move on to the next section, shall we? First things first, this song is in uh, the key of F sharp minor, which is not a typical key when you're talking about heavy metal songs. However, at the time, because I didn't own a guitar, I felt more at liberty to write in whichever key, because I didn't have to worry about the fingering on the guitars and bass guitar. My only concern was uh, the depth of the sound, the phrasing within the riffs, and um, the vocal line. Uh, so um, the song starts. Let's let's listen first. It starts with a very uh, eerie, eerie, eerie intro. Um, let's listen to it. Um, intro, the intro proper, uh, then the first verse, and then we will get to kind of like a dividing riff. Um, we will listen to that too listen to the second verse, and then uh, that's where I will pause 
and return with some commentary. with just one single chord, F-sharp minor, and it starts with a high-pitched um, bell or vibraphone or something to that effect, playing a very simple melody somewhere up, high above. That's the very, very intro, and um, um, there is dissonance because the chord that I'm playing uh, in the left hand is an F sharp minor, but the melody uses an A sharp and then an A natural, and back to A sharp, back to A natural, and up to an E, a whole fifth. And then after that, we're going into the intro proper, which sounds like this: there is a, there is a melody, and there is a a new chord progression. it's happening a lot um, somewhat slower 
um, a bit. So there's an F sharp minor. Going into a B minor, minus seven. Um, well, first, I apologize, it's a um, B minor minus seven, nine. Going into a minus seven. Going into a B flat major, plus seven. Going into a G major with a diminished fifth, uh, and then into a G major plus seven. And again, it repeats itself once more. And then we're going into the first verse. And no shame, no pain, I'm a captive of someone. Heart beats in vain, he's raping me. The deeper, the more bitter, insane, a complain. Lying face down and counting every blood stain. Kind of turn out butchered. I was trying to keep a uh, keeping out everything at once. So there is an F sharp minor. No shame, no pain. I'm a captive of someone. Then again, the next chord is the uh, B minor, nine minus seven into a minus seven. Then we're going to D major plus seven. Heart beats in vain. Heart beats in vain, he's raping me. The deeper, the more bitter. And then after this D major plus seven, we're going into into a B flat major plus seven, and then descending down A major, G major. So it's a Phrygian F sharp minor, as we've realized at this point. Then again it repeats insane complain lying face down and counting every blood stain every slide in me that gives me riff that appears here and it utilizes the uh, flat fourth natural seventh 
everything escalates, and then there's a second verse, um, which um, the vocal line does huge leaps from the bottom register up to the higher register, and I don't think that I'm going to sing it right now, so I'll just mm, consolidate all of this somewhere in the lower register here. Same chord progression again. No name, no blame, not existing, but failing. Can't claim, obtain anyone their light to make it sweeter. Yeah, so the melody here in the second verse leaps from here. And then it goes down. Not existing the feeling. upwards and here after the second verse we're going into this um, next part of the song and I think this time I will play everything from here Probably all the way to the end. Uh, there's going to be just lots of riffs, different riffs, and I'll kind of try to comment on them, but uh, it's going to be rather sparse. So let's listen from here on to the very end.
Okay, so um, after the second verse, there is almost immediately uh, a single guitar. The drums kind of uh, halt for for what eight bars or something like that, eight or sixteen bars, and we're having some uh, double time riff. something to that effect, something, some running riff. I've marked it as um, fast-paced riff, which is going up in a build-up, which leads us to a repetition of the same riff. Uh, this time it goes full swing, up in the ante, and uh, you have screams, I'm alive when he's in, enter me, I'm alive when he's in, enter me. Uh, it's like a hi-fi connection, it's like a Wi-Fi injection, it's like there's no other life he wants to, to make, it, make his wife. Then we're dropping into a halftime with breaks. And in those breaks, we hear a scream, I can't die, I can't die, I can't die, release me. Then screams wife in low growling voice, and then I can't die, again in the breaks. And then I can't die, release me. Release me. There is this high, high pitched, uh, pitched uh, note and everything kind of calms down. There is another build-up that starts out of nowhere, uh, out of pure air. And um, it builds up and it builds up again. Oh my God, don't forget me. Oh my God, don't forget me. My beliefs, they have uh, they had left me. Oh my God, don't, you forgot me. Did you really abort me? There are those questions. It builds up and it builds up. leads us to, a uh, again, the fast-paced riff. And um, that is actually the climactic point of the song. Oh my god, don't forget me, oh my god, don't forget me, he raped me, then you forgot. Please deny that, can't believe that. And then, uh, all of a sudden, everything reverts back to the uh, intro, as the um, heavy electronic guitars are dying out. third verse which serves as the ultimate outro tears burn homes in my breasts I'm I'm train This, by the way, it serves as a third verse, but in fact it uses the chord progression from the intro proper, which we've already heard. And it uses the melody from intro proper, not the melody of the verse. So functionally it is like a third verse, but in fact, uh, musically it is not. It is the repetition of the intro proper. Here.
that's where the song concludes. So, um, as you can see structurally, this is a peculiar one. A song that doesn't have any hook. But with that being said, let's move on to the next section, shall we? So you can hear, In the Shadow of the Valley of Death is a pretty dark song, and the very title of it implies that we're not, we're in the shadow of the Valley of Death, we're not in the Valley of Death, we're in its shadow. Of course, it's a reference to a very famous book uh, that goes without saying, but ultimately, I think in the bigger picture, the meaning of this song is Lynchian that in order to find the light, in order to discover the light sometime in the future, which I at the time, by the way, didn't know, one has to first uh, discover the darkness and accept some of that darkness and learn to appreciate that darkness. And then, through that, one will be able, eventually, to discover the light and to embrace it. But without the recognition of the sheer brutality and um, this, the pitch blackness of one's darkness, there is no way forward. I think now, in 2023, that I'm looking at what I've written back in 2007, I think that this would be the most accurate analysis. At the time, I didn't understand that concept, and I didn't think of it that way. I was just depicting whatever I felt at the time, and it turned out that some of it was kind of prophetic. I was just writing. I was just writing, and I was just using the words that I felt were most appropriate. So, I'm going to assume that maybe, somewhere on an unconscious level, I knew the answer, without realizing it, truly. So, this is basically it for this episode. Uh, when the Indicators Fail is gonna be over soon, I think I'll be putting out a poll mm, asking you which album should I cover next on this show, and we'll see. We'll see, because I myself, I don't know what are we going to be talking about. Is it gonna be Killed Alive? Is it gonna be... Uh, uh, out of Gehenna album, or is it going to be something else? We'll see. Uh, but I will leave it for the poll. I think I'll put up a poll on this episode here on the podcast, and I think I'll also put up a poll on my Telegram channel and uh, most importantly on my YouTube channel. And then I will combine the answers and see where are we going after, after now, after this album. But for now, uh, this is it with this episode. I want to invite you to check out my other business, uh, SelenCaracol.com, Skin Health and Aromatherapy Products, um, which basically cover all of your needs, uh, ranging from massage oil, uh, shampoo bars, uh, oatmeal honey bars, uh, lotions, CBD-infused lotions, so all of this is good for your skin. It's actually healing your skin, uh, helping uh, you to to mitigate things like eczema and psoriasis and dry skin, uh, these kind of conditions. The CBD-infused products also will help to alleviate joint pain, uh, chronic aches, this kind of stuff. We also got aromatherapy soaps as well. So check out the website southerncaracol.com. The link is going to be in the description to this episode. It's going to be an active link. Just click on it and we'll bring you right to the website. If you have any questions, there is a chat box uh, down below in the right bottom corner. Um, ask your question and you will get an answer. 
And of course, if you haven't heard any of my music at all, I want to invite you to check out my YouTube channel and uh, just look me up again. I have an active link to my music platforms here in the description to this episode. Uh, check it out, find something for yourself. Uh, not only do I have heavy music, I also got lighter music. I even have some EDM music as well. So if you're not into heavy stuff, maybe you're into something much lighter. And I have that too. Check it out for yourself and um, see See, maybe you will, maybe you will like something. Uh, thank you very much for being with me on this episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Have a wonderful, happy new year. And uh, you will hear me on the next episode. Ah.